You remember that time that we did a whole like 10 minute? Yeah, I remember. I do remember we did that. <laughs> Chase and I uh, did a whole segment of four years where we talked about, um, were we talking about tool? Mm-hmm. Where we talked <laughs> about like tool for 10 minutes. Um, and then I realized I hadn't pressed record. Yeah, I think I started listening mm. to that one. And I was really, really embarrassed because the first time that's happened in the entire history of me doing podcasts like that is the first time i've ever forgotten to actually record the thing i was talking about it's incredible but you guys posted it with camera audio didn't you yeah chase did on his on his that youtube nice. unlike the unlike the lost and forgotten episode one yes of scale is needed which will never see the light of day never ever uh that did see the light of day i actually i actually uh found and downloaded all of our old archives really and i'm thinking of completely deleting the old feed uh, and then just uploading all of our episodes onto this feed. That's uh, not a bad idea. And well, I think there you go. They, like consolidate everything. But what about the first episode? Oh, I found that too. Oh Good. shit. Yeah. I found that too. Yeah. I don't think that would be a problem anymore. No, no, I don't <laughs> think it would. Yeah. To bring that up though, we could advertise and banner, you know, bringing up the long lost first episode. It's, it's probably not that good. I think we were remembering it. A little bit differently. Oh, but it doesn't matter. I think it would just be embarrassing first. I'm all I'm all about it because I'm not a part of it, so (laughs) it doesn't really matter. That's right. This that was before we hired Chase. That's right. Hey Uh, guys, welcome to this episode of Scales Needed. Woo! Yeah, the four of us are back in a room together. We are now Uh, all professional. Like many things have changed since uh, since the last time we did this. Yeah, Cliff's black now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we've got Black Cliff, everybody. Black Black Cliff. Cliff. Blackcliff Hell yeah! Spent a lot of money on uh, on tanning beds there. I actually have a tanning bed in my apartment now. Spent eight hours there every day. Eight hours morning. This eight is hours a confusing night. digression to the confusing digression to the audio listeners because that we that they assume that this is all premised on the notion that Cliff showed up really really tan, but he didn't. No, Nothing no, changed. Not this is just a nonsensical in, in digression. That was a pretty well, it was pretty it was a pretty random comment there, but I was I was perfectly happy to roll. One hundred percent. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, a lot has changed, guys. Yes, a lot has changed since uh, since the last time we recorded. Mainly that we are now in a new room. We are. I think that is the that's the biggest difference. So Phys- physically, we're in a different location. So, do we sound different, to audio only listeners? I think I'm going to say we probably do. Yes. You think? We, we sound much more professional now. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except two of the microphones don't have pop filters. Uh uh-uh. Pop. That's exactly what the pop filter is supposed to prevent. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So. It, it was. I think. I think it was getting pretty hairy for a while. Like we missed a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We missed like a solid few episodes. Yeah, I was really enjoying not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's wha- actually the that's actually the biggest uh, that's the biggest hurdle. Because if we uh, don't get together for a few weeks, it's like, man, I could really use that afternoon back. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we had a busy. We had definitely had a busy couple of weeks. I was uh, Cliff and I were at Fantastic Fest for a week, and then I left to go to. Anaheim, California for the ADCC Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu World Championship thing. What it's medal? actually it's submission grappling. It's like, not oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What medal did you take? Huh? Um, nothing. I took the sitting in the stands and watching medal. And uh, then now I'm back. And I so watched all of ADCC. Oh, yeah? I watched the live feed because I happened to get like deathly ill. Uh-huh. I had I had very, very bad food poisoning. 
Oh. For like two days, that just happened to coincide with ADCC. So mm. I just shit was ha- touch and go, dog. It was touch. Chase actually came by and dropped yeah. off like uh, mm-hmm. Gatorade and uh, Pedialyte and saltines, mm-hmm. grape flavored, by the way, both Gatorade mm. and pe- Pedialyte. Got to get that grape drink. And I stole a whole bunch of shit because there was nothing he could do about. There it. There was literally nothing I could do about. Is it. Is your tongue still purple? Uh, <laughs> no. Alas, no. Darn. But uh, yeah, it was it was touch and go for a minute there. Mm. Like it was really bad. I couldn't even I could not See, stand up. I knew something was mm. up because the day before I came over <laughs> and and I used Armin's ice ice mm-hmm. bath and we were both hanging out at the at the ice at the ice trough. To be fair, together. I used it as well. He mm-hmm. used it as I well. I didn't just stand there. out there while you used. <laughs> he it just alone. stares at me <laughs> while, while I'm using rubbing it. my belly button as you get in and out of this ice cold mm-hmm. water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he farted. And it nice. wasn't audible, so at first I just assumed it was a dog fart because <laughs> it was that that awful. It was like, it's a smell that shouldn't come out of human beings. I'll be honest, yeah. it was one of my proudest moments, actually. It's nice. It smelled like what a failing stomach or liver must <laughs> smell like. The smell that should not be. That it, was a sh- it, was a sh- it was a fart that sort of ominously foreshadowed Armin's <laughs> imminent demise because something <laughs> bad's going on in there. There was no escaping parts. either, man. I was already in the water. <laughs> frozen. Part, parts are dying inside of Armin right now. <laughs> Chase Chase actually just put his head under the water and his arm reached up and closed the top of the freezer. <laughs> he was like, end it. This is it. <laughs> this is how I'm going to go. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was really, really fucked up for um, a couple days. Mm. It was really bad. I'm shredded now, though, which yeah. is sick. Oh, awesome. sweet. Super sick. I could not recommend this enough. Shit, <laughs> I need to get some of that food poisoning while you eat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was that got me. food poisoning is that hard if you want it. I mean, I feel like mm. it's there waiting to be got. I actually think it was rice. Mm. I think it was, I think it was like, because uh, I, I pre-make rice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll make like a cup at a time and it'll last me, I don't know like a week or half a week or whatever mm-hmm. like wow. four days that's three or a four dream days. but right you there. ate it 11 days <laughs> later. i ate it like a week and a half later <laughs> and i was like man Called there's it. there's a lot of condensation inside of this yeah, container yeah. right now mm. but uh yeah, i'll yeah. cook it off i'll cook it off no yeah, big yeah. deal i had an ex used to get on to me about that she would say oh, you're not gonna eat that that's like like 11 days old i'm like yeah but it's in the fridge so as long as you microwave the fuck out of it you're fine that'll kill everything it didn't. No, it accelerates the growth for it some absolutely bacteria. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, you clearly didn't raise it uh, to the adequate temperatures yeah. throughout Armin to kill off all the bacteria. Yeah, I don't, maybe my microwave doesn't have the right um, setting. I, I, I guess the setting I should have used was the nuclear holocaust from Terminator Two yes. setting, yes. Yeah. where it just leaves me the Linda a Hamilton skeleton. screaming until she's a skeleton in a ball of fire <laughs> setting. Exactly, the yeah. child killer. We know it. That's right. Yeah. You guys know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also went to the 10-year affiliate gathering in Whistler. Uh, oh, yeah. Whistler, British Columbia. God, we really haven't done one of these podcasts it's in been a while. A it feels like, like, yeah, I remember. That was like a month ago. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone has their hot takes already. What's hot yours? takes. Hot takes everywhere. Um, hot takes and hot cakes. I'd prefer the hot cakes. Yes. To be honest with you. Yeah. And They're more delicious. Uh yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought it was. A, it was a good time. I mean, I got a bunch of free shit. I got a go ruck bag, guys. I got, I got a th- like a three hundred dollar yeah. go ruck, go ruck oh, backpack. Pretty badass. Chafed as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, I've worn it all of maybe like twenty minutes yeah. because I, I had to wear it in the airport mm-hmm. because I, I had I packed too much shit, so I had to yeah. actually carry this backpack with me. Mm-hmm. 
And it was super uncomfortable. I'll be honest, oh, yeah? it was very, very uncomfortable. It's probably because there wasn't anything but like shirts inside of it, yeah, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. heavy enough to like actually sit anywhere. So yeah, it was yeah. really stiff and uncomfortable. But maybe, maybe it'll just break. It'll, it'll like break in. You know, I don't know. Well, I can tell you that I just uh, went uh, to California, Anaheim, and then, then Los Angeles, and I brought my GoRuck backpack as my only luggage. It's the only luggage I ever bring, uh, really. Uh, and so just packed everything in that laptop, computer, all my clothes, whatever. And then uh, yeah, just. Uh, was uh, rucking around uh, Los Angeles with all my stuff in there. And back, it was good? So. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I love backpacks. Mm-hmm. Backpacks are like one of my favorite things. There's <laughs> one, two, three, four four yeah. backpacks in this room and they all belong to me and they all yeah, have yeah. different things inside of them. But but what I like is that the uh, the weight slip thing is just where you slide your backpack and that's nice because when you get to the airport it's just right there and I can just slide it out past all of my underpants. You mean your, your laptop. My laptop. What did I say? <laughs> you, you said, said backpack. backpack. You put oh. a backpack <laughs> in your backpack. Well they're Yo, very dog. similar words. I heard you like backpacks so I put a backpack in your backpack yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can carry a backpack. Mm, exactly. Why? Well there it has a tiny backpack inside of it. I'm clear. I'm surprised you haven't found it. It's not a fanny pack. That's what you would think but instead it's a tiny backpack that would fit on a mouse. With tiny little straps for mouse arms. It's Ratatouille's backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The engineering cool. that went into that. It's Backpatatouille. Nice. Yeah. Nothing's changed, by the Nothing. way. It's been weeks since we recorded, <laughs> but nothing has changed. I love backpacks. They're my favorite. Yes. I like lunch boxes. <laughs> they are they are some of my favorite things. That's, I like backpacks. They're like a little hug from behind. It like offers comfort in, oh, in, yes. a, in an uncomfortable time. What was that old... Uh, uh, God, what is his fucking name? Uh... Danny DeVito. No, stand-up comedian, wore dark glasses, George Carlin. Uh, in the 90s, long Bill. hair, Bill one-liner Hicks? jokes. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, Mitch there you there go. We go. Old Mitch Hedberg joke saying, I don't like to wear... I like to wear a V-neck, you know, because shirts feel like they're choking me. Like, I hate to wear... Uh, one time I wore a, a turtleneck and a backpack, and it felt like a small midget was trying to bring <laughs> me down, or a small midget was trying to choke me to death, or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was a Mitch Hedberg. Man, he was really funny. He yeah. sure was. Yeah. Rest in peace, bro. I've yeah. not, I've not n- normally worn a backpack since I was in, uh, what is it, in high school there, but the only thing I remember is make sure you only wear the one strap, <laughs> else you're gay. Yes. That's how it worked. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's definitive. Well, they, they addressed that thoroughly in 21 Jump Street when, uh, what is it, uh, what's his Channing name? Tatum. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. Channing mm-hmm. Tatum arrives, one strap, he realizes everyone's two strap now, and it throws his whole game off, and he becomes a nerd just because of that one mistake. <laughs> that is accurate on how high school and middle school work, mm-hmm. though. I was a backpack guy in high school. My senior year of high school, I bought a child's backpack, like literally a child's back i could mm-hmm. fit one book inside of it uh, and not a full-size textbook it was like like a dictionary mm-hmm, sized mm-hmm. textbook is all i could fit inside of it uh, because, in god's uh, name why uh because i wanted to show the teachers that i did not give a fuck about any of their classes nice. so i brought nothing to class yeah. with me except i did that mm-hmm. same exact thing except Solid this tiny backpack like the backpack was the size of our cell phones now uh-huh and yeah, yeah. uh and it it worked out okay it worked out okay yeah, yeah. uh and then i realized like oh you know what I can wear a sling. I can wear like one of the uh, satchel satchels uh-huh. to school. You could just and, wear a money belt and so shove I, notes into in it. In college, I turned into a satchel guy. Oh. I was like, you know, crossbody satchel, put my books and my laptop in there. It was only after I graduated college, I realized I missed the comfort that a backpack brings. Like the feeling of mm-hmm. the straps just kind of holding you up. Yeah, with a with a messenger bag, you're constantly having to deal with it. You're constantly having to ad- address it because of that asymmetry. With a backpack right. with both straps on, you can ignore it, and it's just you become a cart yeah. horse. And you just you just yoink up, get, yeah. get as tight as possible, as high up on your back yeah. as you can. 
It's not unlike a, a yoke at a strongman competition. To bring it back to fitness. You know? I've got to say, the main reason why I'm as strong as I am is because I like wearing backpacks. Exactly. So. Uh, and, and, I, and I say that without any uh, sarcasm because for a while, the only fitness I could do was walking around was with a backpack. <laughs> so let's not shit on that too hard. I'm not shitting on anything. That, I'm, saved, I'm me. Being, that saved my poor leg. I'm being 84% serious mm. right now. <laughs> it's a very specific and accurate assessment of my seriousness. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I got a free backpack at the ten year affiliate mm. gathering. That's sick. And it was pretty sick. Uh I got other free stuff too. Mm. Like a shirt. And a lanyard. And a lanyard. The mm-hmm. lanyard was nice. It's somewhere in this room. It's a standard issue for any type of event. If you don't have a lanyard at your event, some for patches. Free. So aside from <laughs> the, the <laughs> backpacks and lanyards and other things that hang around the shoulders Swag and neck. Stuff so we all get. Apart apart from lanyards and other things that hang. Um, wha- what else went on at you know, the 10-year so affiliate gathering army? The sort of keystone event of the weekend, and really the only event of the weekend, was a, a talk by Greg Glassman to, mm-hmm. to the uh, crowd. And, uh, and I say the only event, and that doesn't mean that there weren't other things on the schedule, but basically everything else on the schedule was like... Ah, you don't you don't have to come to yeah. this. It was like a couple dinners, breakfasts, mm-hmm. uh, free lunch, a workout. It was like stuff no. that you literally could just not go to. But it was like come see this talk and then hang out and talk about it. Pretty much. And I know a lot of people that the only thing that they, they went and actually attended was the talk. Did they bring a tiny backpack? They didn't no have one. to bring anything. They didn't have to bring yeah, anything. Yeah, because there weren't a lot of events. They didn't no. need textbooks. No. They just needed to listen to Greg. That's right. They could have worn a money belt. So a already, already a good strike for, for the Whistler event. You, oh, you, don't, you don't need a backpack. You don't need a backpack. No textbooks. Uh, I actually really liked the fact that the itinerary was very, very sparse mm-hmm. because you're in fucking Whistler and yeah. there's a lot of things to do. So I think a lot of a lot of people who brought their families, brought their significant others were like really pumped about that. Gave them the opportunity to mm. actually lean into the fact that they're in a really beautiful outdoorsy space and go enjoy that a little bit. Where's Whistler? British Columbia. It's about cool. two and a half hours north of Vancouver. Nice. It's it's uh It's nice up there. Uh, it's mountainous. It was mountain biking uh, that was going on there. Uh, very, very aggressive mountain biking. Although apparently there was like beginners mountain biking too mm. up the mountain. I just but who wants that? Whack. Yeah, like there was like ramps thankfully, and jumps and shit. Thankfully, mountain biking, uh, especially on mountains, is very forgiving. So yeah. really, you can jump in at the deep end. Nothing it's can fine. go wrong. No, you're gonna make it down. No, the important thing is gravity is working in your favor. It's getting you to the finish line, whether you want it or not. That's right. It's helping you maybe a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little too much. It'll give you that little pull just when you least expected it. But uh, yeah, so the the weekend overall was really interesting. I actually very much enjoyed getting a chance to talk to mm-hmm. all these different affiliate owners. Uh, did you know that there are over 800 10-year affiliates? Mm. 10 plus year affiliates? No. 800. Hmm. That's wild. By next year, it's going to be like 1,300 or something like that. Mm. It's, it's just going to, it's it's growing a bunch, right? It's crazy, yeah. Um, what percentage then? That seems a pretty high percentage of how many affiliates there were 10 years ago. Mm. So, that are still around? Is yeah, that what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You say there's 810 year affiliates, but no how idea. many affiliates were there in total 10 years ago? That's a really good question. 1,200? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. That's a really, really good That's question. a high actually. success rate. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, I, I would say it probably is. The thing is, there's definitely churn. Not mm-hmm. all the original owners came along with those affiliates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, some of them were uh, people who had bought the affiliate from mm-hmm. the original owner. Um, 
some of them were like, oh, we like de-affiliated and re-affiliated or we changed our, we like rebranded to a different name, but yeah, kept yeah. our affiliate and then finally came Cheating back to the name. That's sort of thing. Cheating. Uh, but Not real 10-year affiliates. I actually yeah. really liked talking to those affiliate owners because mm-hmm. I was an affiliate owner for like five years yeah. and uh, it was awesome, but it was also awful. Mm. So it was both the ah things, right? And uh <laughs> It it really was cool to kind of like see all these people who I was surprised how many of them I knew, but then it made sense because when I started CrossFitting in LA, there weren't that many CrossFit gyms. Mm-hmm. And so sort of like the coaching tree and the affiliate tree that came from the gym that I started at is like all my friends who like opened gyms during that time and mm-hmm. now still have their gyms. And I was like, oh shit, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't expect to see you guys here. Um, but even getting a chance to <laughs> like, talk what's to up, you piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> even getting a chance to talk to the other affiliate owners who had never met before. Um, it was very, very cool to kind of mm-hmm. get their perspective on things. You guys know who I met? You're, you guys will wreck You guys, uh, I know for sure Cliff and Kyle will appreciate mm-hmm. this. Chase will appreciate it by like, you know, um, osmosis yes. for being around well, us as long as he, like, as he through us. He'll, will, he will appreciate it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met. Miles Lewis, the owner of CrossFit Avalanche in Tahoe. Oh, oh, oh shit. I know who, who was that the is. host yeah, yeah, yeah. the Tahoe Throwdown. Of the Tahoe Throwdown, mm. the Rogue versus Again Faster Tahoe yes, Throwdown. Was he featured in the videos? He was in the videos. Yes. Back then he he said uh I don't know how he I can't remember how he described it. Uh like he had like snowboarder like burnout hair. Like his hair <laughs> he had like long hair long hair don't care style uh-huh. um and uh he was like oh yeah like super chill yeah, yeah. Um, not surprising very very cool guy he he was like man the only people in the world that n- still know about those videos are the people that are going to be here this weekend it's 100 <laughs> percent true like mm. it's a tragedy yeah. it is a tragedy those videos are amazing mm-hmm. um and yeah he was he was awesome he was he was really funny very interesting mm-hmm. you know as a guy whose gym basically gets all these different drop-ins like drop-ins are a really big part of his business. He mm-hmm. had these really unique challenges that he had to face and like ways of sort of dealing with it. And he also, because of that has been exposed to like basically the worst of the worst when mm. it comes to the CrossFitter, uh, like the average types of CrossFitters. There's like that one CrossFitter who's like, Oh, um, I know that I'm here on vacation, but can I borrow a squat rack and four barbells and then <laughs> this entire quarter of the gym because mm. I need to work on my snatch balances because I'm definitely making it to the games. To the games. Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. Want, you want to skip a day just because you're traveling. And he's like, he's like, people will come to the gym and ask me questions like that. Like, can I stay afterwards and you know do X, Y, or Z? He's like, uh. nah, just <laughs> do the workout, come to class, and, <laughs> or don't. Like, mm. those are your options. <laughs> this, those are the only things. If you want to work out, yeah. you're doing the class workout, and you leave when the hour's done. So yeah, that's mm. awesome. See ya. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it, and I get it. I get it because it that is absolutely a problem for, like, his paying clientele. But mm-hmm. I just think it, his his response to it is so matter-of-fact and, uh, and kind of, like, in your face. He's just kind of like, I don't really give a fuck if you have to do, like, snatch balances uh-huh. this this afternoon uh, or what your super secret programming says mm-hmm. to do like you want to do wall balls like all right I'll, I'll measure out a thing for you we don't really know where the 10 foot mark yeah, is yeah. so i guess if you're doing something for like you know uh a, an online qualifier and you have to have a, a place to do wall balls like i'll get a ladder out and i'll measure mm-hmm. it for you but otherwise like 
whatever. Like you just kind of throw it over there. <laughs> it's just really interesting to, to kind of see that, yeah, that, yeah. that problem solving. Yeah. You need to bring, uh, you need to bring that kind of energy back into CrossFit, that OG energy, that casual soups, cash energy that do the class workout and go home. Don't stretch. Don't warm up energy. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, let's not, let's not take it too far, right? Come on. The I, advantage of CrossFit is you can do the entire workout in under 10 minutes. Cause that's, that's what it was like back in 2007 guys. Come on. Um, Fran takes well, two man. minutes and 15 seconds to do. That's your entire workout. You recover for another eight. There you are. There you are. Eight, 10 minutes, dog. Um, that is, it is an interesting problem that I don't think the right solution is out there. Mm-hmm. Because after a few years of doing CrossFit, and I've, we've talked about this a lot, mm-hmm. is like this idea that you like get super CrossFitty, you like, you know, ramp up your fitness. Mm hmm. And then, like, the wheel that is your fitness gets so big that it takes, like, way more work to, like, turn it, right? Mm-hmm. To get it rolling. And uh, Good analogy. Thank you. So, the, the amount of work it takes to roll that wheel exponentially increases. And then most people, the only answer that they're given is, like, oh, well, you just you compete now. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking go work out. Uh, do, like, a seven or eight part training session mm-hmm. that takes three and a half hours. <laughs> and you're going to do that five days a week. And you'll have active recovery on one of the other rest days and you'll have one day off a week and you're, you're never going to make it to regionals and you're going to die broke. So, mm-hmm. you know, those, those, that's just your future now. This, this is the world you live in. Uh, congratulations. Uh, say goodbye to knees and shoulders and mm-hmm. you're now competitive without actually being competitive. Welcome mm-hmm. to the club. Uh, and I think that's a huge disservice mm-hmm. to people. Like that's a really big disservice to crossers. There's no, there is no like, uh, there's no next step for an advanced CrossFitter yeah. well, other than trying new things. I think it's because the because a couple of things. A, it's because the athletes seem to be uh, like uh, deceptively close to us, so it feels like there's a lot shorter of a distance between like your your the fittest guy in the gym and your regional or uh, games athlete than there actually is between like a guy playing a pickup game of basketball and LeBron James. But it's closer to LeBron James, that level of distance between like the real athletes who have a chance and should be taking it seriously and your fittest guy in the gym. Mm. So A, there's that deception going on. But then beyond that, I just think it's the um I think it's the thing that we just don't know quite what other alternatives there are for someone to like age gracefully in CrossFit or just have like a be super fit and like but and express that in some way that's satisfying, like joining an intramural basketball league or some sort of thing like that we don't have that because it's such a new thing so there was this weird minute like in 2007 we we're like so i guess if i just keep doing the workout of the day i'll like have sick abs and be as fit as chris spieler and it's perfectly linear and then i had to learn that oh that's not i'm gonna just plateau way earlier than that then what do i do should i work on all my weaknesses and i did that for a while and then i no, I'll just be a strength guy, and that didn't work. And then I realized, that, oh, I should just be a do-whatever guy. And so I think when there's more examples out there in the world of people who are really fit and just leading a sick life and not necessarily being games athletes, or just there's more examples of how people can do fitness that to, to see, then I think that people will be less apt to only view themselves as uh, you know potential games athletes in order to, uh, t- to prove that they're taking their fitness seriously. Yeah, I, I think it's really important that somebody think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Someone out there smarter than me also probably thinks about it a lot is 
someone needs to bridge that gap. Well, think about think about something like track as a comparable. Ex- think about something like track as a comparable example. There's a trajectory because track's been around for a long time, of, and I've work around a lot of track guys, mm-hmm. and they're really fast in high school, and they maybe do whatever, and they go to college or not, or they don't, and then eventually, what you end up doing is you join a track, you join a track club, and you start jogging, <laughs> and you eventually become a marathon runner. That is your trajectory if you were. A <laughs> that is what you do, and it's like by the time you're 40, you are running marathons. That is that is just what you do, and you or you run with people in a running group. What is there for CrossFitters? I mean, so are you saying maybe instead of running marathons, they should once once they reach the end of their competitive career mm-hmm. as a sprinter, we take them out back and shoot them. Yes, like horses. There we go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You put them I'm down, saying. turn them into glue. I'm just saying that until Human glue. No, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they have that <laughs> <Gross>. alternative. <laughs> That's how babies are made. Human glue. <laughs> it is um, what binds us together. It's true. Uh, two becoming one. Um, I, I what I'm saying Nuba. is I think what I'm saying is that until we have that aging gracefully version of the CrossFitter, we have to shoot CrossFitters after they've outgrown their usefulness. So again, <laughs> if you can't make regionals in 2020, then we have to take you out back and shoot you, even though there aren't any regionals. Is it anymore. is it not? Is the aging gracefully version of CrossFit not just? Getting to master's age and then like ramping up heavy on TRT. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it may very well be because if you're not aging gracefully in CrossFit, is just doing a bunch of TRT, shaving your head and buying a Mercedes and being an asshole to everyone <laughs> and wearing really tight T-shirts. Isn't that what aging gracefully as a CrossFitter is? Isn't that the life we're supposed to slot into? I don't have a tattoo sleeve yet, but I'm working on it. The worst. Yeah, uh, you don't have your you don't have your koi fish Japanese wave. Not yet. I'm uh, gonna sleeve yet. Come no, on. I don't have that, and I don't use any hair gel, and I don't, I don't like. Have, I haven't shaved all the sides of my hair off and just tied that part up top. The old bun. Yes, the old the bun. The top knot. Chase is at the min, the the minimal amount of acceptable hair. He's only shaved the bottom part. If he shaves mm-hmm. the sides, it's too much. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look. <laughs> Chase True, knew. slightly more sides than I thought. Chase knew. I'm like trying to find it. Scope it. Uh. Your hair does look good. Did you get trimmed recently? Mm-hmm. Looks like you got you got touched yeah, up. It happened mm-hmm. earlier today. Nice. Did you go to sick. Kate? No. I no. Didn't go to Kate. Did you? Now we gave Kate a shout out, and I didn't even go. That's that's brutal. <sighs> sorry, Kate. I I have a I have a lady that takes care of my hair situation, mm-hmm. and I referred Chase to her <laughs> once. <laughs> you just have someone that cuts your hair. How you dare made you? It sounds so much worse. The lady that takes care uh, of my hair situation. I have okay. a nanny who takes care of me uh-huh. and cuts my hair. I have an entire emergency department <laughs> whose job it is to save me from. Well, my I understand if hair when catastrophe. I, when I get anxiety when thinking about getting a haircut, and that's why I haven't had one in several years. And so, like, yeah, I want someone to like walk, like, hold my hand and walk me through the entire situation that is mm-hmm. my hair. Kyle. She she massages. She she Ooh. does she does shampoo. She Ooh. washes your hair, God. which is usually the only time I wash my hair. It's like once every six weeks. She washes it for me. I can't believe you get your haircut once every six weeks. Like even when I had short hair, didn't you used to like schedule it pretty regularly though? When you got the I uh yeah I get my hair I I do I go yeah. to I go to her I see her like every every six weeks or so. Okay, but it's still not a very a haircut. frequent. Haircut. Yeah, it's not a haircut every time. It's uh, some of them are cleanups. Oh, just to kind of make sure that it's not looking too wild. You gotcha. just want to go in there for the shampoo for the scalp massage. I can understand it. What yes. can I say? It's good stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Have but you uh, microbladed your eyebrows yet to really give that full look that's so hip now? Yeah, my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I've microbladed my pubes. They're much denser than they were before. 
They're very striking. I actually just mi- <laughs> I microblade my nipple hair because I'm trying to create a full black ring of hair just around my. I just trying to create a unibrow that connects my left nipple and right nipple <laughs> just above it. Yo, like, that would be sick. So it looks and, and the the basic idea here is to put a big black cylinder and then to just go as my whole body is Bert's head from Bert and Ernie, just a big unibrow across my nipples. Why isn't that a thing? Paint Ooh. paint the the shirt on here. Nipple brow. That's right. That could work. Nipple brow. That'd be pretty. sick but alas that's not i don't think anyone's ready for it yet someone needs that's also a really terrible name for a beer nipple Nipple brow (laughs) that's a that is a terrible b-r-a-u with a little lot over the u but i know i now know what uh what to do with the phrase nipple brow Mm. it is a comedy spoof band uh, on Nickelback. Ah, nipple brow. Nipple brow. Nipple, mm-hmm. <laughs> nipple brow, Nickelback. Same. They they they're the same thing. I want to just jump into like a Nickelback like chorus or something with a nipple variation. I just can't remember any Nickelback music. Look at this nipple. That's exactly <laughs> what I was just thinking. I don't know it, but that's I bet exactly, that's exactly how it's it the sounded. one that the president tweeted yeah. out recently. Did you miss oh, that? I, look at this photograph. Yeah, the look at this uh, photograph meme. Mm. <laughs> As, uh, anyway, neither here nor Who's there. Who's the president again? I forget sometimes. Yeah, uh, Barack. Cool. I think no. Sick. I, that was that's that's who it was the last time I checked in. Some guy named Donnie. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen is the president <laughs> of the United States right now. Donnie Yen. He was he, he kicked ass in Rogue One. It was the only thing that Played did. A little bit of that's footsies cool. with Kyle right yeah. there. Nice. That's Got it all viewers. on camera. Yeah. Got it all on camera. We can see. That's the everything. great thing about this setup is now when we wear kilts. Every other Sunday, mm-hmm. nuts gonna be on full display. Dog. What if one time we just don't wear pants and then put up the whole podcast and don't address it? Balls out the whole thing. You know what's gonna be really interesting is trying to see how we're gonna fil- figure this out when we're doing the watch alongs for the open announcements. That's gonna be really interesting to figure out. You know what else is different that we failed to mention is, uh, and it, you know, we brought up balls, and that's what brought mm-hmm. it to mind, but. We're we're one nutsack short in this household right now. Oh yes, yeah, guys. And it's time to talk about it. Everyone pour one out for our homie Bowie. Don't. Uh, I guess I shouldn't. Well, I mean, don't. That's hardly news. Armin got married at least a couple years ago. Jesus. So, uh, Savage <laughs> takedown. Savage takedown. Uh, how dare you? Hardly news. They were not disposed of. They are right there on that <laughs> shelf. Uh, it's a shelf very similar to one of these, except instead of Legos and books, it's what, Armin's testicles. Well, you don't know is in a wine glass. One of those books is face is fake. <laughs> Inside of it. It's, it's like the my it's, dried withered nuts. It's like it's like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. You open it and it shines golden light uh-huh. on you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so is he on doggy TRT now? Bowie no longer has a pair of chesticles, mm. and uh, you cut his thank nipples off. God, thank God, uh, he still is recovering, mm-hmm. and by recovering, I mean trying to sprint and jump and tear his. His, uh, stitches his open. Cut. Yeah. Yep. Um, and but as if as if just to defy you, he decided at least since the last time I was here a couple of weeks ago to go up two sizes in his head. His, his head is enormous. It's the size of a shoebox now. His, his head it's is, a shoebox sized head. His head is is gi- gigantic. He has the yeah. head of a dog that's twice the size. Remember of Remember Sandlot? He has that sized of head. Like if we built an erector set to try and get down to Bowie to try and claim a baseball back that was signed by Babe Ruth so that we could get it back to Dennis Leary, who was adopted stepdad, who we were having an awkward relationship relationship with but then we ultimately connect to james earl jones who knew him and then we grew to love the dog and yeah. benny jet rodriguez the whole thing 
Bowie would destroy that Erector set yeah. with its face, like that one scene in Sandlot, and it would be kick-ass. Bowie's... It also... It, it doesn't help the giant size of his head that he's also very fluffy right now. Mm-hmm. His head is very fluffy, and so it just looks even bigger. Yeah. He has like an Eli Manning head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's five ties, five sizes too big for his body. Dumb. <laughs> that that part as well. I, I mean, don't know anything about But more rings than most Super Bowl... What also, yeah. Bowie's the only uh, the only dog that has ever beaten Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. There you go. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's another thing he has in common with Eli Manning. <laughs> Big mm. facts. Big facts. Um, yeah. So thank you for bringing that up, Chase. I really appreciate your uh, hey man enthusiasm mm-hmm. about that. Has he chilled out at all? No. <laughs> Fuck no. He hasn't chilled out. Mega he, asshole. If anything, he's even more fucking redonkulous and wild than he was before mm-hmm. oh then what was the point i think i think he's just kind of like stir crazy because i've been trying to keep him calm uh-huh. uh because he has a fresh wound that goes direct <laughs> into his nutsack <laughs> which by the way you know how before it was like you can't help but stare into the abyss because it had uh-huh. two shining abyss eyes that were looking right back yes. at you mm-hmm. now it's just like this sad deflated balloon <laughs> it's like an empty balloon uh-huh. hanging off of where his taint is that's yeah. crazy Oops. i didn't know that you they get, just left the sack they just leave the sack a pro- you they now sell prosthetic testicles that you can buy for your dog to put I, into his nutsack i don't made out of want silicone. that I don't something. want that at all. You don't? Yeah. Why not? Well, it would I be was too tempting get, to play with. Them. I was going to get. I was going to get them myself, just in addition to my other testicles. I just want four balls. I just want to confuse people. Beef I was up, just going to do it myself at home with an exacto knife and a stapler. I don't see where that could go wrong. No, it's fine. it has instructions and there's YouTube, dog. Yeah, that's how they used to do it back in the day. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> I don't know. I was actually thinking about this. Um, earlier this week i've spent a lot of katie's been working a lot uh and so i've been spending a lot of time with the dogs just thinking about dog nuts i've been thinking (laughs) specifically about bowie's balls but just balls in general for dogs and i was like who told us that we have to get this changed (laughs) like what what was the edict uh-huh. And I, I still don't know if I know what the reasoning is dog behind popu- dog population. Wasn't it? Uh, well, wasn't what's his face from Price is Right? Yeah. Bob Spain, Barker, right? Bob Barker, yeah. spay and neuter your and pets. And I get it; it's dog population thing. But Bowie's not out here impregnating bitches. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's He's mostly bitches. For, it's like you, there are certain health reasons to do it. I guess if you don't want your dog to be too aggressive or too whatever. But I think primarily it's because people used to have their dogs running around all the time, and if they were constantly fucking and breeding, <laughs> then they had to kill the dogs that they would breed that would run around and stuff. But if he's not running around fucking things, you didn't need to cut his nuts off. Why'd you cut his nuts off, Harmon? That's what, that was the question I asked myself because right after you cut his nuts off, (laughs) and Bo is like, thanks, Armin. Really good that you decided suddenly to become introspective. (laughs) Suddenly decided to weigh the pros and cons. Just something you did. (laughs) It was just something you fucking did. And then suddenly (laughs) his behavior doesn't change. He's still doing that's the same why he's shit he was before. the evil dog that's going to kill us all. It's because like, you didn't weigh the pros and cons until after you cut his nuts off. Daddy, why you cut Bowie balls off? <laughs> <laughs> we were making this series of jokes where uh, Bowie 
is like totally down to have his balls cut off, but didn't know that his balls were his testicles. And he's like, oh, I hate my balls. Take the balls, but I love these things. <laughs> he was, yeah, I was a big fan of that. Uh, uh, but either way, I, I found myself after witnessing his mm. behavior, not fucking change a single bit yeah. thinking, why the hell did we do this? Mm-hmm. You're assholes. And I don't know what the answer is to yeah. that. I don't know. It's because it's so he won't. It's so his head won't become the size of two shoeboxes. <laughs> That's the reason. Would it have though? I, I don't honestly know. have no idea. I think maybe you just snipped them too late. His head is already Tyrannosaurus Rex sized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his head is his head is too gigantic. Yes. In, in fact, uh, if it gets dark in here, it's because his head blocks the light occasionally, yes. just because of it, its existence. Yes. Is there a market for uh, doggy vasectomies? Just I mean, prevents them from breeding, but no. I feel like that. I feel like when uh, we got our dog neutered as kids, like he came home with his, like he had just gotten a vasectomy. Like I feel like he still had his nuts, but then they just atrophied over time. I believe when we were kids. Hmm. Uh, so I think that's a thing that is happens. It? Is it? Wow. Is it? No. I don't Buster? think that's a thing. Yeah, he had his balls just taken. No, he just had his balls just taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like the 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 sack eventually, I think like flattens returns out. Mm-hmm. it like returns to just being some skin but as of right now you guys should check it out after we're done recording because it, mm-hmm. it is i'm i'm fine it is the stuff of nightmares <laughs> <laughs> it is the stuff of nightmares uh-huh. it's like something out of the thing <laughs> like it looks like the batman villain the scarecrow <laughs> just a bunch of no it's worse <laughs> it's, it's much much worse than that it's like that part in the thing when the the dog mouth opens up and goes Bleh. it looks like it looks like an eighty-year-old man's scrotum. It looks is like, what I imagine it actually is. Uh, it it's, looks like the spine anus from Existence. Sure, yeah. and then Jude you can Law's finger spine bang anus. it. Yeah. yeah, finger bang it. That's good. Uh, earlier, I saw Chase curiously looking around the studio. I've shown you a little bit of the studio before. Mm. Yeah, the is studio it? is Armin's penis. By the way, he just has the word "studio" tattooed down one yeah, side. That's true. Uh, most of the time it just says stud <laughs> because it's tiny. Because of the foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> but when that foreskin... Uh, is it is it presumptuous of me to call this a studio? This is literally just a spare yeah, bedroom in my house that mm-hmm. I, I've studio. taken over. It's as much of a studio as many, many other podcasts that make millions of dollars. We're making millions of dollars, right? That's true. It feels Killing. very studio-ish. I'm certainly yeah. spending millions of dollars. Says me, who's never been on a studio. Yeah, you just need to staple egg crates to the wall, so it'll be a studio. I said on a studio. <laughs> Both those... I might have been on a studio at some point. I mean, yeah. I've been on type tops of multiple buildings yeah you could cut a sick mixtape in here then it would be a studio oh there we go there you go what you don't know is that small this, buildings. this table flips around mm-hmm. and it's my ones and twos large buildings nice. multi-floor buildings oh how the turntables hard <laughs> <laughs> out here for a pimp uh whoop that trick exactly get him chase what trick. were you looking at when you were looking around at the shelves oh, i was just checking out the legos there's like the shark from the super bowl which yeah. is where i assume he's from yeah left shark is here uh-huh. left shark from the super bowl nice. is here in lego format do you have a favorite lego one of them fell because mm. of cliff's butt yeah. but yeah. it's okay cliff viciously murdered he's one like of them. that was like a cyber ninja from the future with wings i'm gonna go with the with Kyle here, right after his ACL surgery. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like that one. Uh, look, and he has a t- he has a banana T-shirt because yeah. he slipped on a banana. I it's like uh, that. it's a Lego minifig of a guy with a broken leg. <laughs> nice and on fucked crutches. up head damage. And, I don't think yeah. he's Middle Eastern. I think he just had a head. Yeah, damage. I think I think he fell. He <laughs> fell down a, a set of stairs. Is what I'm going to say happened there. Yeah, I like this one because 
his face is also like my face most mornings waking up for work. Just yep. bummed. completely <laughs> bewildered. I <laughs> can't see that from here, but I trust that no, you can. They can't really see it, but it's okay. Pause it, zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. I have a personal favorite on that shelf back there, which is the Batman shelf. And uh, yeah, the Batman shelf has a Batman on there that's wearing uh-huh. a bathrobe and has a lobster. Uh, I see it. Is that from the Lego Batman? That is from the Lego Batman. I They're all from wearing, the Lego oh, Batman okay. movies. He's wearing a, there's, a tutu. Right next to him is Kiss Batman. Kiss Batman's doing really cool. well. And then there's the uh, pink tooth fairy Batman, I guess, is what that is. There's Sick. a Boba Fett for some reason. There is a Boba Fett. And next to the Boba Fett is Wolverine Batman. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot going oh, on. Shit, you got yourself up there as well. Yeah, there's me. Uh, there's me as a bobblehead. Oh no, I meant. Uh, oh, in Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> there's me as a bobblehead <laughs> and me as a minifig. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, nice. Yeah, there's some really good. There's some really good toys up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, killing me because yeah, I want to be able to. I play just want to play with them, but they're decorations now. Damn mm-hmm. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the studio is is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really pumped about this. This space this is going to be really sick. interesting. Mm-hmm. I say we, uh, yeah, we just uh, turn it into a full time Magic the Gathering room. Also cool. Also That's when you paint not? the other two walls, and then you point a camera the other direction. Just all castles and shit on the other two Hell walls. Yeah. Okay, what drawbridges? Yeah, see, like you're you're maybe being facetious. Yes, but I'm picturing it. Yes, and it sounds awesome. Doesn't, Doesn't it seem like a bad idea? I need one of those rigs where you can like hang the camera over Ooh. the table, and then we could literally just play Magic the Gathering. Yes. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, and that would be dope. That's new content. Make That's it new content, guys. I'm just gonna just keep spending money on making one type of video with this piece <laughs> of equipment and never doing it again. Uh, yeah, it's uh, awesome. It's uh, it's certainly an exciting time uh, with the fucking open like a week away, literally yeah. a week away. It is October third. Oh, nuts! And on October tenth is the start of the open, which means this is going to come out on Monday, and within a few days, we'll have twenty point one. We'll have twenty point one, which is taking place here in Austin. Mm, one of them really? is happening here in Austin. Yeah. Oh shit! Rich Froning versus Scott Pantrick in our backyard. Oh shit! Be sick. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Not going to go. No. Why would I go? Yeah. I mean, I'll catch up with them later, but I'll just sit here and watch it. I mean, obviously, we could just do a live <laughs> podcast from immediately outside. Let's tailgate it and do a podcast. I think it's at, uh, it's somewhere. The States? Yeah, I think it's Am Austin American Statesman. Yeah, it's the, yeah, I think Austin that's American where it is. Statesman. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, by the, uh, by, by uh, the, the by trail the, there, yeah, by yeah. the Lady Bird Lake Trail. It's somewhere okay. around, because okay. I, heard it, I heard it has to do with, uh, uh, there may be like partnering up the Yeti and Yeti's headquarters nice. are like right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So maybe that I think that's right what the relationship the is. Yeah. I think yeah, that, yeah. that's what it has to do with. Because I saw on our on the gym Facebook page that our gym owner posted that he got some tickets. Sweet. Um, like the gym got got a bunch of tickets to go. So do I don't know if it's open f- to the public. Or okay. Not. Do they need an official podcast to be adjacent? No, it is being uh, handled by Rogue. Boo. So, so yeah, they do. They're going to. Well, they're going to have uh, they're going to have their own gigantic media situation there i'm sure and uh missing out rogue. which is why which is missing why out, rogue. i'm looking forward to just sitting here in this room <laughs> and and talking and about it like it's not happening as, as it's happening two miles you're away. gonna want to tweet at rogue at rogue fitness nah man everybody. it's all good it's all good we'll just i'll do a watch along we'll, we'll sit here and we'll talk sick. about the event yeah. as it's going on it's gonna be great mm. as they announce some form of crossfit 
you have any ideas what? of what 20.1 will be? Yeah, he's been teasing like God, Castro crazy. has been teasing yeah. again. Yeah, he, it's he, crazy. he didn't do it's it for the last so open. F- so fast. You don't care. Or you already know. Armin already knows. No. He's a plant. He works. He's a shill. Yeah, he's he a works shill. for CrossFit yeah. HQ. CrossFit shill. Yeah. Actually, on, on he every did the time programming I, this year. <laughs> every time I get a paycheck from HQ, they have the open workout written on it. Oh, so sick. I currently know the open workouts all the way through the 2028 open. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's a lot that's of paychecks. Paycheck. You know what would be Been a fun workout? Been working them for years. <laughs> you know what would be a fun workout that would be uh, uh, being facetious here, but it could be done, and I'd be curious to see what the results would be. Seven minutes of double unders. God, that would be miserably bad. <laughs> Fuck that. I wouldn't be able to walk the next day. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I could not give less of a fuck about what Dave Castro is <laughs> posting on his Instagram mm. these days. Hell yeah. yeah. There's nothing on there that's yeah. interesting. There's uh, there's no there's no clues on there that's going to be meaningful. Yep. There's nothing there to tease. Yeah. It's like, I mean, at a certain point, it's like the clues stopped to being interesting because they were so obscure. It's like if you can see no, if even it looking at the clues and the workouts after the fact, you can't see the relationship between them half the time, then who cares? And on top of that, mm. the only interesting thing on his Instagram is his dog, Doug. Mm. Doug is precious. Doug She's very, very pu- cute. She. Um, yes. Doug is a she. Doug Spelled is a she. D-U-G. Uh, D O U G Doug, okay. like the man's name, but yeah. for a female dog. I was just curious if it was instead the past tense of dig. Doug is Doug a, it. a doggo argentino. Uh, Doug's very cute. So Doug is the best thing on his Instagram, and Doug has her own Instagram. Nice. So you don't really even have to be on his Instagram. Are to there see any Doug. tips about the CrossFit Games open workouts on Doug's Instagram? Doug's Instagram actually was the only place you could find any tips or hints about the CrossFit Games workouts Mm. back in the spring because that's when he got Doug and Doug was hanging out with him while he was having all the athletes testing stuff. So Doug's Instagram was where all the hints and tricks and tips were, Mm -hmm. which is a, a gross, disgusting way of doing things because nobody really liked following Dave Castro personally for fucking <laughs> tips and tricks and hints of what the CrossFit Games uh-huh. events were going to be. And suddenly you had to follow his fucking dog <laughs> to have any sort of insight as to what was going on. No. But either way, Damn, you straight kicked my foot off the bench. He's like, listen, Chase, <laughs> listen, we got to, this is a new studio. We're going to establish our territories very early on. <laughs> it's probably the first day in prison. You just punch a motherfucker right in the face. I was totally <laughs> relaxed. Shit. Get that shit off of there. You can't bring that weak shit on yeah. this area. Yeah. No. So I have Sorry, no I idea what I have no idea what Dave has posted <laughs> on his Instagram because it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And the workout is just going to be whatever the workout is. Yeah. Uh, and so there, there you go. Sounds like you and Dave aren't friends anymore. What? I have. So I don't. Friends. I don't have. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I. I would not. I have a lot of respect for Dave for mm-hmm. what he's been able to do for the CrossFit Games. For sure. <laughs> Damn. For sure. That's all he's got. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. So yeah. it is what it is. The the opens kicking off again. This season's going to be long. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh. It's going to be strange, but it's going to be strange in a really interesting way. Mm. This last year, like the 2019 season, was strange because it was like, who fucking knows what's going to happen? Like, are is there even going to be another event next week? Uh, this year it's like full schedule, 28 sanctioned events. It's bookended by the open in the games. There's a lot of shit going on, and it's like a maturation of what we saw previously. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can uh, give us a lot insight into like the future of whether this thing works or not. So Word. that's what I'm really excited about for this this season. Yeah. I'm also excited because we put this thing together, and I can make some really cool shit yeah. in this room. 
Um, yes. Which I'm very much looking forward to doing. Yes, lots of content coming your way. And where can someone find this content? At Arm and Hammer TV. God damn it. It's probably where they're watching it right now. Or we know we have, it. we have a very robust video viewership on this podcast. We do. And every one of them hates us. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Apparently. that's all about. Mm. Yeah. I People, think they only hate us. Yes, this is true. They don't like What's the fact the that it's not just you updating all them for about one. the CrossFit games. All for one and one for all, guys. Exactly. That's how uh, I feel. Either way, I think it's been I think it's been a really good comeback episode, folks. I agree. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Fantastic Fest. We didn't. Well, no. there's a lot of cool movies to talk about. Oh, um, yeah. we can we can save that. Are we, we trying it? to wrap it up? Well, I mean, we we can we can go. Let's let's give it like ten minutes. Yeah. Short yeah. version oh, is sure. Jojo Rabbit was really fucking good. So uh, that's the one where Taika Waititi plays Hitler. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The imaginary friend version of Hitler to a little boy who is in the Hitler Youth or some sort of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, really good, but not good for the reasons you necessarily think. It's kind of being sold as something a bit like very campy and fun, which it absolutely is. But it definitely is much more of a smaller human story. Like they get a lot of that camp stuff out of the way in the first 15 minutes, which sounds bad, but it's actually really just continues to throw new and interesting stuff at you and just what's done like Scarlett Johansson I don't think has ever been better than she is in this movie and mm. Sam Rockwell I don't think has ever been better than he's been well that's tough he's was really good in a lot of other movies but he's really good in this movie also yeah that that cast yeah. uh, and the concept makes me really want to see that movie yeah. I have a feeling it's going to really connect with a lot of different people both young and I think it'll really appeal to even our parents' generation, because it's very like World War Two, and you know, you know, they love World War Two movies. The older people, so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a big movie that's going to win a lot of big awards and make a lot of money that everyone will be talking about here in a little bit. Cool. And then I, uh, we saw a bunch of other cool stuff. Just not, just a lot of it was very small and weird and obscure. Oh sure. And well, that the death of Dick Long is playing in a theater oh, near you. You've got to see the was, death of Dick Long. That was the best thing I saw at the festival. My name was almost Dick Long. Actually, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. And it's uh, and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> saw it. I liked it so much. Saw it at Fantastic Fest, and then when it was playing at the South Lamar a week later for a part of its limited release saw it again yes. it's that fucking good you can go see it right now never yes, even heard of it uh, so the Daniels who directed not one of the one who used to be on this podcast Ooh, but the, the, Dan- uh, the Daniels who are the directors who have uh, Swiss Army Man the yeah. Tune Down for What right. music video Interesting Ball all that stuff incredible weird directors one of the two Daniels uh not the Asian one, the other one, the sk- tall, skinny, white guy. I don't know his last name. I don't know either of their last names. I only knew them as... Th- but the tall, skinny, white guy, I know because he was at the festival. The tall, skinny, white guy was uh, the one who directed this movie, and it is really fucking good. It was my favorite thing at the festival, and just go see it. I, I would say more things, but I don't want to. Just go see The Death of Dick Long, and yes, the movie is as interesting as that title. It's basically just... A bunch of hit guys who are really into Nickelback and Papa Roach, bringing it home again. Uh, who uh, I love the jabbing, pointing action. Nickelback and Papa Roach. Uh, who, and it's basically like a small crime. They're trying to hide and get away from the cop, sort of a thing. But it's just so well realized and so well done. I don't know. It's just really fucking. It is, it is a redneck thriller comedy that is the best possible version of that. And avoid spoilers. No because, spoilers. Avoid spoilers because what a part of the fun of the movie is it just sort of throws you in with these guys and. The premise of the movie, which slowly reveals itself over the course of the movie, and once you realize what it is, you'll laugh for about 25 minutes straight. So that is my recommendation for The Death of Dick Long. Playing in a lot of... Actually, most people can probably see it. A24 picked it up. So it's in a lot of theaters right hmm. now, I think. Um, or is it just Draft House? I th- um, it's just Draft okay, House well, that I know of. I think 
it's being put out, so you should be able to actually see it relatively soon. You can cool. definitely see it if you're in Austin. That I know for sure. Cool. And then, you know, movies that everyone will be able to see. Um, Dolomite is my name with Eddie Murphy is great. It's fantastic. Done by the hustle and flow guy. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, shit. it's hard. Bringing it here. back. Bringing it back. It's, it's hard, hard out here, here for, for a pimp. pimp. The hard out here for a pimp Wolf guy. It's basically, it's basically the same story as hustle and flow, except instead of rap and Terrence Howard, it's making a silly movie and Eddie Murphy. Same story. Speaking of Terrence Howard, mm-hmm. you guys follow him on Twitter? No. Because no. he recently put out a proof that one plus one does not equal two. Sick. It's great. It's Those. really fucking good. All it's right. So it's exactly it's what it's everything you would imagine it being. He's basically trying to attack the foundations of modern mathematics. Does by he think that the plus it. sign is a four? Is that the problem? I don't is it know. Six is the answer. Is six? He I says think we that work this back he says that clues. one plus one equals two is not a complete equation because there aren't the same number of things on both sides of the equal sign. <laughs> is basically his argument. It's awesome. You guys, so he is I counting the plus sign. I was right. I, I can't even. I I cannot begin to describe how good it is in fact what i might do i'll I'll, i know exactly what i'm going to do i just did like a a video where i read an article and i talked about it i'm going to do exactly that but with his his quote-unquote scientific paper Uh about one plus one equals two being wrong and how modern mathematics is i'm going to write a scientific paper about how much marijuana someone can smoke before they can and while still being able to post to social media there's no way that we did that there's there's no way it is so out there and well uh, mushrooms too and maybe some dmt oh god just a lot of cocaine just just a gallon of dmt that's measured in liquid form right i have no idea uh it depends Do, do do his equations have a dark energy then it's probably the cocaine dude i don't even know it is out is really really wild uh but uh, okay, so yeah. that's, that's good to know. So that is good. Uh, yeah. Parasites, the, no bon- the new Bong Joon-ho movie, yeah. is fantabulous. So fantabulous, in fact, that apparently Tim League is like renaming the Alamo Draft House uh, Bong Joon-ho Cinema. Yeah, it was the whole something. idea behind the festival was like they were going to honor him at the thing, and so they were kind of honorarily naming. I, was it the whole theater or just one of the theaters within the theater? I actually don't know. Yeah, There's the a bon- plaque there. Yeah, they we'll put see. up a plaque at the Bong Joon-ho Cinema. So they, he came to the festival wow. and they honored him. I fucking missed the movie though because like, it was my birthday. It was the last day and I hung out with Taylor that day. So, nice. yeah. Um, but I didn't <clears> see it. And then Knives Out played, but I didn't yes. see it. I saw that as well. It is, you know... It uh, lots of twisty loop de loop things, but uh, like uh, like uh, Rianne Johnson's other movies, there there's some there's some cringeworthy things in there. So should I take Katie to see it? Um, you will. It's a fun time. It is a fun time. Yeah, that's all. I You'll need. enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. There's yep. some things that you know probably gonna you're gonna grit your teeth there through a few things, but. Uh, this is the last Jedi guy, you know. So yeah. we, we we make a. He was a at the party, by the way, the closing oh, yeah, night party. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. all over that That's place. Sick. There, yeah, uh-huh. he was at the closing night party, and so I uh, was hanging out with my buddy Joe, and we were hanging out just a few, just a few stone throws. How is it pronounced? Is it Rian? Do I have to roll the R? I think so. Okay, I was standing next to Rian Johnson, and you must have you go up at the end, like yes. question. Like, Rian. So you roll Johnson. at the beginning, and it's up at. Okay. Yes. I so I was standing to Rian. Uh, Johnson, uh, well, and uh, and so we were making uh, me and my buddy Joe were making jokes about how uh, if there was four people standing between us, like man, we're just four people away from directing Star Wars. <laughs> six <laughs> people standing between us. Yes, and he followed writing, us. That's writing right. and directing. We went over to the smoking area after that, and then like uh, two, so we're like that was enough of that, and then we went over, and then two seconds later, Rian Johnson and his crew also entered the smoking area, and we're like, damn it. 
Rian Did you guys like share a vape us. or something? Yes, we shared a vape. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a cool party, though. Um, there was hmm. a crazy mutant band that all dressed up in giant costumes, and the singer had a his head was like a hand puppet that had a googly eye on top and like a giant mutant thing that would sing and they played funk music and it was a big old party at the end and like two people got married on stage whoa. it was pretty sick the last the closing wow, of the party was cool and um, they had a train that was going in a circle around the party that was like being pulled by a golf cart and you could just hop on the train and ride around this giant party that's exciting yeah god damn it wow <laughs> uh chase did fitness competitively yeah, he did the you know opposite what? of what Actually, we did. More importantly than that, and I completely spaced on it, but I saved a life earlier today. Wait, what? Huh? Why I, uh, did you wait an hour to bring this up? Don't bury the lead. Well, listen, man, it's just an everyday thing for me now, apparently. So I just totally forgot. I meant to talk about it. Anyways, mm. I'm coming back from lunch to the office today. This yes. is today. And you see Kyle Bogart driving back from Whole Foods. <laughs> no, um, I did not. Uh, I drive past that <laughs> core office every day. But uh, I'm about to sit down at my desk and have, uh, I don't know, get back to work, whatever. When all of a sudden, I turn around because there's a lady in our boardroom office going, does anybody know the Heimlich? And then she's like, no one turns around because everybody everybody in, in society today is just like, uh, I'm not going to take the responsibility of that. Chase, did you save a life? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So This is a scoop. So she goes, Heimlich, does anybody know the Heimlich? And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I know the Heimlich. And now I've made eye contact. I'm <laughs> obligated to help. So I make my way to the boardroom. And it's very, it's like, oh, this is happening in super slow motion. And I walk in. And there's a person that's like blue in the face. There's another person. So then I asked, who's choking? <laughs> I was like, it's definitely not her. Next. So then uh, I, 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 Lady, I just, your makeup sucks. Who's choking? <laughs> First of all, I just wanted to get the vibes in the room, so I hung out for a little while. <laughs> no, there was, uh, there was already someone trying to do the Heimlich maneuver uh-huh. to her, and they just were not she doing it right. She just her out of the way. Like, <laughs> so they pass her off to me, and uh, I don't know, just years of being a lifeguard all kicked in for oh, yeah. four mighty breaking of ribs and thrusting of, of food out of her windpipe. Uh, and so it worked? Yeah, it worked. Did it actually pop out the thing? Yes. Was yes. she grateful? Uh, she was. I think she was super embarrassed. So this yeah. was like all of our new hires. So it was like new hire orientation. <laughs> and it was like their catered lunch. My favorite thing, though, is the other new hire that wasn't the person who was choking. Like, what happened at orientation? Someone started choking. A guy with crazy long hair came in and ripped her in half. <laughs> <laughs> then they were like, let's move on to our orientation video. Here's what like, sexual harassment you. is. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chase. Your email system is going to be working through Gmail. <laughs> no, we, we have a standardized footer for all of our emails, and it's important that... Or someone goes home and they're like, ah, fucking drama queen taking all the attention, <laughs> choking on the fucking wonton during lunch. What was she uh, eating? It looked like a uh, like a steak, like shish kebab thing. Oh, like, you hear that, folks? Chew, chew your food. Your food. <laughs> you know, most importantly, make sure you're using oils or butter to cook because yeah. it, what happens is the meat's very dry, oh. and then that's prone to get stuck. Don't want Listen, no dry meat. I will say better than any pre-workout, better than any any cup of coffee. <laughs> is sheer fucking the, panic. <laughs> the sheer fucking adrenaline rush that you get from having to. <laughs> to work an actual method of saving a life. I get why EMTs do it, man. That, that could rush. be a line of work right there. That rush. That could be a line of work right there. <laughs> yeah, so that 
that was that was today. Yeah. And uh, no, I think we've solved it though. Superhero is the thing for you. You're gonna get that rush. Uh, you'll get you have the physique. We know that. I mean, if anyone has a superhero physique here, it's definitely Chase and definitely not anyone else at the table. <laughs> as the uh, the remaining three guys are all just pretty fit and out of shape <laughs> and just not <laughs> good. I st- I still feel like if I showed up with like a superhero outfit. No, nobody is going to want me to intervene with whatever the actual accident uh, is. You should be the new mascot for C4 now, though. <laughs> yeah. The, the C4 superhero. That's yes. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you get like a thank you email from the company, like from HR or something? You literally stopped someone from a dying. A lot of people, a lot of people came up and asked and asked, and then did they give you like you. a coupon for like lifetime free supply of I C4? Or I, already some shit? Ha- I already have that. <laughs> exactly. They give you something you already have. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a store awkward. credit. I did expect Aww. a little more praise but at the for the most part i was just like hey i, I didn't kill her mm-hmm. <laughs> like so that's a win his reward is this anecdote on this podcast right now yeah. so and if you're a c4 superhero what flavor would you be 100 percent orange slice man that's yeah. the best flavor as long as it's not peach or sour batch bros i'd be sour batch sour bro. batch bros is pretty oh, good that shit goes hard the cherry the midnight cherry is really good too you like it i do that's matt fraser's favorite flavor nice like 100 percent. i also don't I think that, that i also don't think the superhero would work because just to circle it back i was at adcc over the weekend and if you've ever stood next to the world's Fuck. most dangerous <laughs> men they look like it yeah yeah <laughs> and dude. it's just like i was just standing like just a few because i was you know part of the staff so i was just wandering around next to the mats and i was just remember there's a if you want to armin will put up a a a picture of jujitsu champion uh, Muhammad Ali, which is his real name, right here. That's him. Nick Rodriguez, uh, who had a breakout performance. Michael Cyborg Abreu. Uh, all these guys—they're very mean-looking men. Actually, they're all very nice. Um, but man, they just look mean. They are well, so Ali jacked. Is not nice, but yes, they are so jacked, and they were just hurling each other around mere feet from where I was standing, which yeah. is pretty cool. Nothing builds muscle like fighting for your life, essentially. Yes, every day. Yeah, uh, this is completely off topic Which of this podcast. Which is why Chase gives the Heimlich maneuver to someone every day. Nicky Rodriguez was really, really impressive. Yes. Uh, he's like a, a wrestler. He's yep. been a wrestler his entire life, but not like an Olympic mm-hmm. level wrestler, just yes. a wrestler. Uh, he was like in a, I think a D3 college maybe. Yeah. So he wasn't even like, you know, very super competitive, like D1, like, you know, fighting for a spot at world championships mm-hmm. thing. And he's a blue belt. He's been doing jujitsu for only a year. Mm-hmm. And he fucking got silver medal at ADCC yeah, against yeah. like the best guys in the world. Yep. And he's a gigantic jacked yep. dude. He is a he's and, awesome. And oh, so fun, fun story, fun dude. story. Uh, did you see him get his purple belt on the, uh, on the I podium? Saw a picture. Yeah. Well, anyway, the, so, so the funny thing there is everyone's a black belt and like he's second, uh, Kynan got first, uh, who I found is, is I, maybe I'm wrong. It's like, tw- someone told me he's like 21, which is insane. Yeah, he's, he, this is his first was, year as a black belt. He's yeah. had, he's had probably the best rookie black belt. See, well, I saw ever. him in person, and he just looks like he is made out of balloons that have been inflated with cement. It's like a cement. <laughs> it's like a, that yeah, he, all his whole body is in tautly inflated yeah, balloons. He has like cement. synthol body, but instead of synthol, yeah. it's actual muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then and I just saw him, and I was like, God, that guy's a horse. And then he ended up winning his weight division. He didn't win absolute, but then uh, and then someone mentioned to me today that he was twenty-one. I was looking back at footage today. There was a fun moment where Nick Rodriguez was hanging around. And then uh, Eddie Bravo was walking by because Eddie Bravo was all around. And uh, he was like, hey, Eddie Bravo. And like they shake hands. And so Eddie Bravo was kind of like just kind of getting a sense of who he is. Like, oh, Nick. Uh, so you were like, were like you were like a D1 wrestler? And he was like, uh, 
No. It's like, but you were like, like an all American or like, it was like, oh, it's like, okay, cool, cool. Just, he's just, he's just like trying to assess guy. him. Yeah. It's like Eddie Bravo's just trying to assess why are you? It's like, let me tell you, let me tell you something I know about D3 wrestlers. <laughs> There's one sitting at this table right now. Yes. D2. D2 wrestler. D2 wrestler. So fuck you, Nicky Rodriguez. Chase Don't could take you down things. right that's, now. That's not true. I got my ass kicked by plenty of D3 wrestlers. <laughs> D3 wrestlers are like cats that basically like didn't have the grades or like want to go to a D1 school or didn't want to cut weight or had like a criminal record. And like these D3 schools find them and then they fund them through school. They're like, yo, we can't give you scholarships, but... We got you. I can uh, tell you where you can break into cars. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. There's a lot of monsters in D3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it because uh, Nicky Rodriguez is a monster. Yeah, but he tore through a bunch of people. Uh, not surprising. And, uh, not surprising. And then the fun, the funnest thing to watch, and this was one of the things that just happened out of nowhere, was uh, Lachlan Giles, who is this little yeah. Australian who entered Absolute, and he got knocked out in the first round of his weight class. And so he enters absolute, apparently, and Reed told me this later, that he apparently entered just for the hope of having a better showing so that he could um, so that he could uh, uh, be reinvited back next year. So he was right. just trying to fucking do damage control. And so this little guy enters absolute. But apparently he's like a leg lock specialist and has written like literally like his thesis he wrote on like destroying people's knees. And Lovely. he went Sounds through. Like a great guy. Yeah, he went through and he then he did destroyed... That. Three heavyweights knees. Like yeah, he in a started row. with Kanan, Kainan Duarte, the guy who won. No, no, he started or with he's, a different guy. Yeah, he started with then another. He started heavyweight. with another weight guy. Then he went to that. Then he went. There was another to Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah, and there was literally like this little Australian guy and all of these giant, just just superhuman looking men. And the, the Ray described it best. He was like this little Australian guy standing there, and there's just a pile of broken men, giants, sitting next to the mat. He ended up not getting past Gordon, who yeah, then he ended got, up going all the way and winning everything. Yeah. He got but, third um, overall. Very, still, very impressive that's performance. Crazy. So that was and, and it was the kind of thing where we were when you're doing when they we they do they do the absolute, they kind of do the whole bracket like all at once real quick because it's like they have to do that whole bracket after all the weight classes. Then they do the super fight. Then they do the finals or whatever, and they, which sets the super fight for the next year. It doesn't matter, but they have to do it really quickly. So there's three mats going at the same time for all of the absolute division. So there's like three, and it's all like the biggest jujitsu guys in the world, like six of them at a time out there, just whatever. And we just looked down to the end mat. And we're kind of laughing because I didn't even know who Lachlan Giles was, but it was this tiny little guy next to just a guy who was of head and shoulders, bit like outweighed him by it. a ton of <clears throat> ton 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 yeah, of weight, sixty pounds heavy. Yeah, and we're like, well. And and I, the guy who I was with was we had a kind of guest of the company was there was like oh man like what's he doing it's like I don't know they're just gonna have a little fun or whatever but that's absolute for you that big guy's gonna have his way with that little guy and then it's like we just didn't even pay attention then we looked back and he was getting his hand raised and where the little guy was and we're like huh next round he's out there get it wins next round he goes out win it was crazy 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 yeah so, it, was, it was wild his yeah. his leg locks were he did the same thing to mm-hmm. all all three of his opponents yeah all three of them made the same like egotistical mistake which was to try and play his game against him yeah, yeah. and it's like dude you're fucked if you try and play against that yeah, guy. I think but problem, no one knew yeah. who he was. Well, was. No one knew who he was, and I think they probably assumed that they weren't in any serious danger because all three of those guys were just so much bigger than him, yep. and he just saw the opening and went for he it. Just shredded all their knees. Yes, and Ugh. that was it. 
So yeah. what a yeah. dick. Pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Took third place. I mean, that's the game. I mean, they would have shredded his knee if they could have. Oh, they probably just, just torn his trachea out of his face. That's the other thing, by the way, is that there's that sounds horrible, but there was so much joint stuff happening. Like it was just like like Paolo Meow just got his leg just like bent the wrong way there's, and didn't tap. By the way, there's didn't actually tap. one of my one of the I most think. disturbing photos I've ever seen is this guy doing a uh, a knee bar on Paolo Meow. Yeah. It was at ADCC and his his oh the, ankle, oh yeah the show well yeah with yeah, Tay Tay his, the Atos yeah, yeah. guy yeah I've seen that his picture his yeah. ankle is turned in. His knee is completely like it's like twenty five degrees overextended. So it's not only turned in, but it's also bent backwards. I love it. And the guy who's applying the submission on his knee has this grimace of like every bit of effort he has to break he's out the of knee room in because half. he's arched his back as far as he can go. And Paolo Miao's face is just fucking stone and he's still like nothing. it looks in the picture it looks like he's like working for still working for position just nothing it, on his face might, not a grimace not even yeah. a smile just in reality it all happened very very quickly but still it's just it's a really disturbing looking photo that's a yeah. gnarly it was, looking it's guy it's fucked yeah Miao's body is yes wrecked. he looks like a skexies he looks like a tiny little skexies what's a skexies yeah, oh, I don't know what that is dog the dark, dark crystal, crystal. Come oh on, yeah, we haven't watched, watched that. that. Holy no, shit. I haven't watched the show yet, but the the movie they were weird vulture people. Yeah, that's just kind of what he looks like. like. His face has been like flattened and cauliflowered all yes. around. Yes. Love mm-hmm. it. That's disgusting. He's like missing the... teeth and shit. I hate jujitsu. We should I hate all. Grappling. Ooh, we, that's right. We should watch. We should watch Dark Crystal one episode at a time. Yeah, all we the way. Review that on the podcast. Yeah, that's fitness related. Yeah, is it? That's yes, yes, it is. That's fitness. You need fitness to be a puppeteer. Flexibility. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, assholes. We have a the lot original, of shit to talk about. Yes. The open is starting. We can't just yeah, fucking get into it. That's a bunch of bullshit. We can't just pick up a fucking new yes, show. Can. Yes, we can. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but you at least got to see the Dark Crystal movie. I mean, that's a fucking masterpiece. Eh. Jim Henson's masterpiece, Dark Crystal. You're like, meh. Come I'll on, you got to see Dark Crystal. Okay, I'll see it. The guy who did I'm the Muppets, to. the guy who I mean, did I know Labyrinth, who all that stuff. Is. The best thing he did is this Yoda. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Okay. Huh. I don't know if it's the best thing, but it's definitely his most ambitious and purest expression of his form. You know what, guys? I did do some fitness this weekend. Chase yeah. did some fitness this weekend. <laughs> and if you saw me at Duality and you said hi, thank you. That's appreciated. Sick. Very cool. Had a couple people come up and say they love Scale is Needed, so... I'm nice. assuming that was all five of our listeners. We yep. got rec- Cliff got recognized at Fantastic Fest oh, for the yeah. podcast. Some, he wait, was what? He was spitting in front of some girl as he's wont to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, go ahead. And uh, she says, "Hey, are you uh, Cliff from uh, well, whatever, whatever scale is needed?" And I was like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. She's Dude. like, "I recognize that arm exactly." <laughs> and I was I just found it bizarre that I just didn't think there could possibly be that crossover of a Fantastic Fest attendee who one does CrossFit, but two would then listen to our podcast. I just didn't yeah, think there'd be that any kind of crossover there. That actually makes total sense to me. How does that make sense? Because if you if you are nerdy enough and into movies enough to go to Fantastic Fest, then you're you plugged know. into this shit. Yeah, yeah. And if you're plugged into what that if you're plugged into that environment, then you're also probably plugged into your other hobbies. Yeah. So it would make total sense to me that the two niche that's a good point. Would overlap. They both attract yeah. obsessive people. That's why Cliff and I both bridge those two worlds so effectively. It's yeah. because uh, people can obsess about movies. And were they local? 
Um, I don't know. Wow. It'd be cool if they weren't though. Did I tell it? you guys that I got recognized in an airport? No, no, mm-hmm. not and and not even like from Madison the at the CrossFit Games. It wasn't even like we we're all on our way to a CrossFit. I was just in an airport going home from something, and someone was like. I know you. Nah. And we took a picture and talked for a while. It was That's pretty sick. Awesome. Cool. It was pretty hey, sick. There's, we've all been recognized. Have yeah. you been recognized? I've never been recognized for anything ever. It's because but you're I'm leaning not, out of the fucking frame, I know. bro. I gotta imagine there's very few things. So I've been doing I've been doing some work with uh with CrossFit Games athlete Fit Beth, Bethany Shadburn. Fit Beth. Yeah. And there's uh there Fit has Beth. to probably be very few things on earth that feels better than shooting video of bethany shadburn and a fan walks by and doesn't say what's up bethany they go <laughs> what's up chase <laughs> <laughs> and, and i like looked expecting it to be like one of you guys or like somebody that i knew awesome. i did not know who this guy was so nice that guy nice. it Thank does you. feel nice mm-hmm. to bring joy to people's worlds that is good and have them like no us. just to be like more than other people that's <laughs> what feels nice <laughs> that too um so yeah congratulations chase for taking second at duality yeah. I did take second. Yeah. well done sir mm-hmm. nice crossfit uh, are you ready for yeah. the open yeah i think i'm as ready as i can be that's pretty good it's like whatever it doesn't matter i'm I'm a team athlete and <laughs> there's no way to make it to the games as a team anymore so <laughs> there are 28 opportunities yeah there's also what a hundred CrossFit former CrossFit Games athletes? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Just free agents roaming free out agents there. everywhere. My best bet is that I get picked up by some random super team. Like well, Tim you know, Paulson hits me up. Dre is leaving Mayhem, and Dre hits me up, and he's like, "Listen, I just couldn't deal with Rich. So we're making me and you. we're making our own team, and we're gonna. Yeah. What's the opposite of Mayhem? Order. <laughs> yeah, that is a the sick order. shirt. Um, yeah, this was feel like a, a like it's coming out of nowhere, but it's going to circle back. We I, we missed one very important thing that we saw at Fantastic Fest Uh-oh. that oh, we should shit. talk about that everyone will get to see very soon on Adult Swim because I think that's where it's premiering. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! You know what that is? Primal, the new Gendy Tartakovsky series. Now Gendy Tartakovsky, yeah, yeah, did, he did Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. Yes, oh, Clone shit. Wars or uh, the Clone Wars. Those yeah, those the animated, animated series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it is it is again clearly someone at some point got wise and just said finally let's just let him go ham and make the show he's always wanted to make and is basically about again this will sure all be given away in the first trailers or teasers if they haven't already so I'll just say it but it's about a caveman who rides a dinosaur and has a spear in one hand and just goes around fighting monsters and trying to survive yes. and that yeah. is what it's about. I am one hundred percent in. It's, it is. It's like Samurai Jack. With all the boring parts taken out yep. and amped up about fifteen levels, yeah, I fucking love Samurai Jack. It yep. is this really does though kick the shit out of Samurai Jack in the sense that in and what I and no but here's what I mean in that same way that like we watched Community and we're like how could any show be better than Community and then Rick and Morty came out and we're like remember when Dan Harmon had that other show I feel like it's the same thing or then when did I say Rick and Morty I feel like I'm saying all yeah, the yeah, wrong yeah. thing you said now. the right thing I think it's the, the the headphones that are throwing me off now that you can hear yourself you're like what now the fuck is going myself. on uh and it's like that in that you're like, I feel like this is what Samurai Jack was supposed to be. But then they were like, also make it a show at the same time because there's no talking. There is no words uh, at all. It is pure visuals. And the pure visual storytelling is almost all action. And it is, uh, but it is the most beautiful uh, and just compelling storytelling that I saw at at Fantastic Fest. It's not just the connection. It is that, but like they managed to establish like 
like Finding Nemo levels of empathy for this character without and, words, without words, and for the dinosaur who is his dinosaur, and for other creatures who you who then die horribly. Sometimes creatures who die horribly at the hands of our protagonists who just need to eat. And there's an I won't spoil it, but there's an entire episode that begins with just a long incredible kind of heartbreaking sequence that's just meant to establish empathy for an animal right before our characters who we spent three episodes three or four episodes getting to like have to kill that animal brutally to eat and uh and it's just like it's just so fucking good man like i don't know what and so we just were talking about it a bunch we watched the first uh several episodes four episodes yeah they made it all as a thing and anyway just watch 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 primal i still think about samurai jack it's called primal tales of savagery (laughs) yes that's the Yes, uh, I can get on board with that. I'm in for that. I've been watching some anime. Let's do it. That's uh, that's basically what I call my my training sessions. What up? Tales of tales of swolvedry. Swolvedry. Yes. This caveman will give you a new ideal to chase in the Uh, gym. Yes. uh, Yeah. Aku. 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 That was a fucking great show. That was a great show. Uh, Mm -hmm. All right. So watch Primal. Got it. Mm -hmm. I think that's about it for us, guys. I think um, that's a really good place for us to wrap it up. Yeah, I was okay. ready to wrap it up like 40 minutes ago, and yet we pushed through, and I feel like the back half of this episode is actually very fucking good. It's oh, like yeah. the middle of a workout. That's when you lose hope. You yeah. just got to push through. I felt, it like, better I felt like there was a little bit of a dip in the energy, but it's because we're out of practice. We're, th- we're getting back into it. And I think we spent the entire first 30 minutes just looking around at the room like, what are we doing in this room? Yeah. yeah. I feel very strange here. It's very confused. Yeah, yeah. Someone's balls are not on the wall. It's not my family. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah. Did you keep the balls? Yes. You did? Oh, I my actually, God. I use them as whiskey stones. Dude. I freeze them, <laughs> use them to cool down a whiskey, and then put them back in the freezer after I'm done. <laughs> they, should be, they should be in a jar of formaldehyde right here Yes, for uh, for as decoration for the podcast. Love it. I mean, it's the spooky season, so if you're going to put body parts in a formaldehyde jar and put it in the background, this would be the month to do it. Speaking of spooky season, oh, for those shit. of you guys who are still listening and still watching, what's up? Yep. Uh, you can go ahead and go on to armandhammer.tv, yep. pick up some sweet new sugar skull open de los muertos shirts or nice. women's tanks or even spooky open spooky open shirts. shirts those are awesome uh and a couple other cool little merch things the brp stuff is all there and sneaky fit stuff is all there new sneaky fit like stacked design which is mm-hmm. really really sick um yeah get in on that action support the channel or just subscribe directly and support that way just armandhammer.tv slash support really nice. appreciate it fuck yeah um Guys, let's get our social meals in there. Yes. Social uh, medias. So social social meals. meals. I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most satiating social meal Instagram. Damn right. And I'm at Cliff Bogart on the fattest social meal you can find, always getting fatter, er day. And you can find me at Chase504 on a social meal made up of mainly rice, chicken, and broccoli. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I am at Arm and Hammer TV. Chase, are we going to see you in the top... 1,000 worldwide this year. Yeah, let's fucking do it. That's what Fuck I'm fucking yeah. talking about. Goals. Yeah. If Chase makes it into the top... How close were you to top 1,000? I think I was 1,300. If you make it into the top... Uh, 1,000 is probably not, not it's gonna hard. It's going to be hard, dog. Yeah? If you make it into the top 1,000, I'll make you a championship belt. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I got something to work for now. Yeah. I'll make you a championship belt and... Uh, and and it'll say water champ because I know you're a big fan of Tom Segura. Thank you. Yeah. You Thank go. you so much. I don't recognize that, but yeah. yeah try it out. Say, Chase sure. and I get it. It'll say Water Champ, sure. <laughs> It'll say whatever you want it to say. We'll make you a championship belt. Just make it out the big G.
What? Garth. Uh. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much, everybody. All right. We'll catch you next week. Later. Later.